G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. From time to time, we come across inspirational stories of communities where churches are growing and lives are being transformed. Well, just a short while ago, Grace Church in Rokeby in Tasmania bought an old pub. It's in their community. It was called the Village Green Tavern. And it's on nearly five acres of land in the middle of their Clarence Plains community. And they've got big plans for this old hotel. Well, Pastor Dermot Cthulhu and his wife, Deborah, they're lead pastors at Grace Church at Rokeby on the eastern side of the Derwent River, close to Hobart in Tasmania. And Pastor Dermot is joining us. Hello, Dermot. Welcome along to 2020. Uh, good day, mate. How are you? I'm really well and just great to hear of the good work you're doing there in your community. You started this renovation early last year, so we're talking early 2017 up to the present yep. time. How are you going with your renovation of this old pub? <laughs> uh, it's been a it's been a journey, that's for sure. When we bought the pub, it was uh, I was kind of hoping that someone would come and burn it down, but now that we done a whole stuff of work. I hope nobody does burn it down. Um, it was really, really run down. I mean, if you can imagine a pub that's been um, let go for 40 odd years, um, the, the electrics were shocking, the plumbing was shocking, the, uh, the carpet had 40 years worth of grog in it. Uh, it was quite dilapidated, but it was ideally situated uh, in the community that we were based as a church. So when it came on the market, we were able to buy it, um, and we decided, okay, it's going to take us a while, but we'll just make it. We'll just make a start and see where we get to, uh, and that's been that's been our approach all the way along. Um, I don't think anybody, unless they're incredibly wealthy, ever has all the money when they start out on a venture like this. But our, our idea, our whole idea, is is to convert the old pub into a community centre that the community uses. Um, and what's interesting about that is that the, the most of the people who live around our area here have had experiences in the pub over, you know, over the course of time. So the community actually feels a bit of ownership over the building. Um, they know that the building has been in decline for quite a long time. And so now that we're involved in it and we're fixing it up, um, they're getting quite excited about the, the changes. But yeah, we started last year, we started renovating the back room, it was the um, dining room section, and we gutted it, uh, pulled the flooring up and uh, lined the walls and uh, carpeted it, made it look it's quite nice now. And this year we decided that we would put in some uh, an admin and training area out the front where the old bar was. So we gutted that and uh, we stuck... We just we paid a carpenter to come. We bought the the timber for the framing, paid a carpenter to come and and get stuck into it. And at that stage, we had no idea how much it was going to cost us. We just figured, well, we'll we'll, we'll just have a go and see how far we get. 
Um, Dermot, this is one of those occasions where you're a local church, you didn't have any money. Was there a story to tell with the way that you were able to acquire the old pub and uh, and then make a plan for the future. What's what's the story in the lead up to actually getting the pub and having it in your possession to do with it as you wanted to do? Okay, well, we were originally we had a building in the city, the city of Hobart. Uh, it was heritage listed. So, the problem with heritage listed buildings is you can't actually sell them for very much because they're a pain to develop. Um, we were told that we'd get between four hundred and seven hundred thousand for it if we try to sell it, uh, but we were able to get uh, one point two million, um, which was fantastic. It was it was a real godsend. But but um, the reason why we sold it was because we had been offered land out near the airport uh, by Harvey Norman, um, and they said, "Look, we've got some acreage out here beside a big shopping centre. Would you like to um, buy the land?" And we said, "Yeah, absolutely." So. We went into this process, so we moved from the centre of the city across to the eastern shore, uh, and we uh, were renting premises. Um, and uh, Harvey Norman never got around to actually releasing the title deed, so we brought the entire church over, um, and then we were able to purchase the land. And we sat in rented premises. We couldn't find a place where we could have morning services, so we were running an afternoon service at 4 p.m. service, and we sat there for five and a half years waiting for Harvey Norman to pull the finger out. And then um, we had to make the decision. It was kind of like, well, where do we go? What are we, what are we doing? We're renting these premises. Um, we're in limbo. And in the space of a very, very short period of time, uh, a local school on this uh, side of the river, uh, Emmanuel Christian School, built a performing arts centre and asked us if we would like to have church there. We said absolutely. And at the, at the same time, I got a phone call from a real estate agent out of the blue saying, hey, I, I, I hear you're looking for a building. And I'm thinking, no, no, <laughs> how did you find that out? And he said, there's a, um, there's a pub in Rokeby that's coming up for sale. Now, we'd actually, my wife and I had lived in Rokeby for 12 years when we moved back down to Tavi. And I said to him, I said, there's no pub in Rokeby. <laughs> I lived there for 12 years, there's no pub, what are you talking about? And he, and he uh, gave us the address, so I drove out there and met him on the property. And it's just... Right beside the main road. Oh, I don't know how I missed it. You just drive down this street from the main road, and there it is at the end of the street. You just drive straight into the property. Um, five acres of land in the middle of suburbia. And I just looked at this place and thought, this is nuts. Where do they hide this all this time? So we actually ended up being able to buy it cash, which was a, a real blessing. So we purchased the five acres and the building um, cash, and then we thought, okay, well, where do we go from here? We spend our money. On the building. Once you've got the building, then you've got to go with the renovation. And you have a saying, yeah. don't you? Start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. And no doubt you had yeah. your church people behind you, and they were uh, all in, no doubt, uh, as to you rolling up your sleeves, and they were playing follow the leader. Yeah. Look, we've got a fan- we've got a fantastic church. I mean, we, it's interesting looking back in hindsight. Sometimes, I mean, you're able to figure things out in hindsight, but you've got to live your life going forward. Um, if I'd tried to move our church from the centre of the city to a housing commission area, I probably wouldn't have been able to pull it off. But because we sat for five and a half years and God really dealt with us and um, our heart, when this came up, it was like, absolutely, let's do it. And we've we've had just... It, it, 
incredible support. I mean, we, we tried for this, our latest reno, we had about $15,000 in the bank. And um, we did, we took it to the church said, look, we want to try and raise another $15,000. let us let us do it. We can do this. It's not a problem. And look, I've seen the photos on your website and uh, from the, uh, as you say, uh, the rundown pub that it was, uh, you've turned it into something absolutely fabulous, Uh, modern offices. I noted you'd changed the public bar into some administration offices. Well, look, one of the things that we're we're really big on is, is if you want to bring about change in a community, one of the easiest ways to do that is change what the people see with their eyes. They change their environment. And um, what we're really believing is as we renovate this dirty, smelly, run-down old pub and turn it into something beautiful, a community centre the whole community uses, that the community around here will look at the pub changing and will think that if there's hope for the pub, then there's hope for my life. And we're, we're kind of using it as a big object lesson for our community. But even even when it was when we first bought it, when it was run-down, we opened up to the community... Um, we've had we host all sorts of activities here for the area. We're not particularly big on um, doing stuff and inviting people to. What we've done is we've gone out and said, okay, what's our community doing? Let's help the community do it even better. And that's worked really, really well. And it's become something of a community hub, and you've got various yep. community groups, ministry organisations. You've even yep. had the council in there holding some of their meetings. Oh, yeah. We have Council, Mission Australia Housing, we have neighbourhood centres, um, we have local, there's a One Community Together group, which is a uh, conglomeration of all the service providers in our area, plus local residents. Um, we host activities for them. Um, and, yeah, because we haven't come in and said we're going to build a church on the property, um, most people look at the property as still theirs, still part of the community rather than a church wanting them to come along to their services and stuff. So that's been good. It's, it's helped to overcome any suspicion. I think sometimes people ask the question, why are you doing this? Are you really genuine? Do you really care about us? Um, and because we're not asking them to do stuff for us, but we're saying, what can we do for you? The community's been fantastic. They just really opened their heart to us. And as you say, it's a work in progress, and that in itself is an illustration of what it is to walk as a Christian, because we're all works yeah. in progress. We're all oh, manoeuvring yeah. in some respect towards being more Christ-like, and there's a certain sense in which yeah. that illustration is just a powerful one. I just commend you for yeah. that, Dermot, just a fabulous illustration of what it is that works with the transformation of an old pub like that, and uh, it's a little bit like uh, the old pubs of our lives being transformed into something bright and shiny and new. So you've got your function right. room renovated, you've got the public yep. bar and it's become offices. What's the next yep. step in the phases of the progress that you're making? Yep, next step is we have to fix the toilets up. The public toilets here are not compliant, so the... Um, uh, they they need disabled toilets and, and ambulance toilets built into them. We also need to put a, a disabled parking spot close to, to the front door. Um, so we have applied for some funding. Hopefully we'll find out about that soon. But that's a pro- that project will cost around about 220000 So if we can get the funding for it, that'll be fantastic. But also at the same time, um, we have a, an, a rundown old commercial kitchen in, in the property um, and we've been talking to uh, Lowe's and Fishers who took our site down here in Cassie 
and they have just been given a kitchen up north um, and they produ- they cook at the moment. They're preparing it and distributing a 1,000 meals a week to um, community houses and stuff in the north of the state. They want to do the same thing down here. So the idea is we renovate the kitchen, they move in, they start running training for local residents, they cook meals which get given out in the area. Uh, well, it'll, it'll actually bless all of southern Tasmania. Well, Dermot, honour to you and for those listeners in Hobart uh, or listeners around Tasmania or those that might like to drop in, let me just say it's in the Clarence Plains area, semi-rural area near Hobart. Mentioned it's on the eastern side of the Derwent River, uh, close to Hobart there in Tasmania. The church is called Grace Church. The lead pastors, Pastor Dermot and his wife Deborah Cattuli. And uh, Dermot, just honour to you. Thank you so much for uh, putting down the paintbrush because I know that's what you were doing just before our conversation put down the paintbrush uh, time to just uh, give us a, a little update on what you're doing honor to you because normally we're hearing of churches that have been converted into hotels or nightclubs uh, you've turned the tables on that what an inspirational thing you are doing there transforming an old pub into something that will be to the glory of God Dermot thanks for joining us today on 2020 thanks very much Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.